Hey everybody, welcome to the Disney Channel Tipsy Panel, the podcast where we watch and review all the DCOMs from A to Xenon. My name is Brandon Lamuto. I'm your host. And I have all I my have friends with me. <laughs> that was good. You sound like me. Hey everybody, welcome to the Disney Channel Tipsy Panel, the podcast where we watch and review all the DCOMs from A to Xenon. I'm getting distracted. My name is Brandon Lamuto, and I'm your host. All my friends are here with me. And here are their names. Is, is this hell? Hey, everybody. Do I just have to listen to people saying the things I say forever? Tony, I love you. Silvio, I love you. Kate, you are my wife. <laughs> nice try, but I call him Bill. Hi, Bill. You are my son. Kate, you are my wife. Tony, <laughs> you, you are, are my wife. <laughs> hey, everybody. Do you like Disney? Do you like movies? Do you like friends who watch these All right. movies? I got that, I got that bird back. That was Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Disney Channel Tipsy Panel, the podcast where we watch and review all the DCOMs from A to Xenon. My name is Brandon Lamuto, and I suck at snowboarding. My name is James Latiri, and many things are, in fact, impossible. Uh, my name is Brennan Banta. That, that's a weird name. <laughs> I'm, I'm Ryan Metz. I'm tired of this. Yeah, but how could you be tired of this? We've taken such a long break. Aren't you excited to be back? No. <laughs> well, I have enough excitement for the two of us, so it's okay. Yes, you Guys, do. we're back. It's been so goddamn long. How's everybody doing? We're back. We're back. Same as I've ever been. <laughs> yeah, we, we needed a little break. Uh, the end of the year has been tough for all of us. Um, sorry to everybody who checked in and found that the episode wasn't there. Um, I actually checked on SoundCloud. I saw a whole bunch of people clocked in that Monday that we were supposed to post. And at least you still had something to listen to because we have a lot of old episodes. Um, but here you go. You're going to check in eventually and you'll see this episode is here. So thanks for yeah. sticking with us. And if you're just joining, uh, thanks for being here too. Yeah. <laughs> You and can if, start here. It's fine. You don't have to go back to the beginning. Just just start here. And if you're hearing this, please send help. <laughs> Why do you need help, Ryan? This is important to me, right. to us. I need to all help of us. immediately. We're having fun, right? Right, Ryan? We're having fun. I'm on cloud nine. You are my oh, captor. God. You are my uh, captor. I am your captive. And if you're just tuning in, my name is Brandon Metz. <laughs> this is the Disney Metz. We watched a movie, didn't we? Yes, we did. We watched Cloud Nine. Oh, I didn't. Uh, well, you're going to learn too much about it then. Cloud Nine is a the 2014 DCOM. It is directed by Paul Hohen, uh, DCOM legend. It's his 11th. It's his 11th DCOM. He did the first episode. His first one was the first episode we ever did. That was Luck of the Irish. And now this is his 11th. I wonder if he's proud of himself. It was written by probably just a bunch of monkeys with typewriters. Um, and it's about snowboarding. That's, that's all you really need. Dude, to you gotta be nice to Justin Ware, Don D Scott and Katie Weck. They're more than just a mo bunch of monkeys with typewriters. They're monkeys you don't know with that. laptops. Th have you seen a single picture of any of them? I think they're just monkeys with computers. Um, I mean, I will say before we get into the meat of what this show is, um, I always look up the synopsis on Wikipedia of these movies just for funsies. 
And the Cloud Nine plot section of Wikipedia is so goddamn long. Mm. Just I, I, and and to measure it, I just I thought I was like, all right, this movie isn't complicated and it's not long. What are the most complicated movie and what's the longest movie? What are their plot sections on Wikipedia's like? And let's do some data here. So I looked up The Master from 2012 because I, that's <laughs> complicated. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I looked up Lord of the Rings 3 because that's notorious for being long as hell. Uh, the Master has 900 – no, sorry. The Master has 794 words on their plot section. Lord of the Rings has 883. Cloud Nine has 1,788 <laughs> words what? on the plot section of their Wikipedia page. It is more than double as long as The Master or Lord of the Rings 3, and it is a 90-minute tween movie about snowboarding. I think the typewriter monkeys some, got into it. There is somebody out there who is cranking these Wikipedia synopses out because I remember we, we covered a while back that Alley Cat Strike, a 2000 or 2001 decom, at one point had the longest synopsis on Wikipedia of any movie ever. You're right, Brandon. Who is doing these? Maybe it's one of our you. fans. <laughs> Shh, don't give away my secrets. We need wait, to talk wait. about this movie, but, but before we get into that, before we get into that, we are called, we're called the Tipsy Panel. The Tipsy Panel for a reason. For, uh, yeah. Why don't you just tell us why, Ryan? No, why don't you tell us, Brandon? Fine. It's because I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we 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 make drinks. Um, we are called the we're called the Tipsy Panel because we're because we're tipsy. I'm sometimes a little more than tipsy, but James always makes a really good drink. James, what'd you make? Uh, so this one, because we're skiing, because it's a nice cold movie, went with red wine, hot chocolate. It's something I've always heard about, but it never, it never thought that it was a good time to break it out until now. Guess what? It's called Fire and Ice. Yeah. There's no ice in it. It's only fire. <laughs> <laughs> so it's two thirds of a cup of chocolate chips, half a cup of milk, half a cup of half and half. Uh, two tablespoons of sugar, uh, salt, and a little bit of vanilla extract, like a tiny, tiny bit. Um, so you make, that's your hot chocolate. You heat all that up in a pan until it's melted and homogenized and like delicious hot chocolate. And then you add uh, two thirds of a cup of red wine to it. And there you go. If you thought it was going to be anything different, it's not. <laughs> that sounds now, intriguing. James, I'm not much of a... a Oenologist. I know it's a five dollar word there, isn't it? Let me simplify that. I'm I don't fuck with wine, but if you had to pick a red, is there a specific red I should put in this brown? <laughs> Just that baseline middle of the road red. Malbec, Merlots ah, are yes. sweet, Cabernets. Okay, cool. Whatever whatever you got. Good to know. Good note, good note, good note. Uh, for those of you out there listening, if you want to make this drink, you can because we're going to put it on the Insta at Disney Channel Tipsy Panel. You can check out the recipe and you can make it and then you can tell us how much you liked it because I know you're going to like it because my friend James made it and he's the best. Um, um, I, also, I got a drink recipe too. It's what I'm drinking oh, this week. Oh, yes, please, Ryan. Tell us what you're drinking. I'm, I'm painfully sober, so I went to the tap and I opened it and I drank whatever came out. Was it red wine, hot chocolate? 
Honestly, if that was in front of me right now, we'd be having a different conversation. <laughs> and it would be about how I need rehab. Okay. Um, no, it's but yes, water. Ryan Ryan understands that we all need to be decomming responsibly. So if you're drinking your non-alcoholic drink as you enjoy these movies, that's perfectly okay too. I'll drink to that. Just do uh, the hot chocolate part. Also, uh, we are still working on that Disney Channel cookbook. I believe Brandon's all done with it. The only thing that's slowing it down is me. So hopefully by the time you hear this, it's going to already be out. I can't say it's out right now because I'm bad at evergreen statements and Ryan gets really mad at me. for <sighs> that. Brandon. Yeah, there's nothing I can do about it. But expect to see the Tipsy Panel Recipe book in your future. All right. Um, you try. We should talk about this movie. We know it's about snowboarding, but it could also be about other things. And that's where that's where Brandon's segments come in, isn't it? Oh, yes. So um, before we watch the movie, we always look at the poster and we try to discern what it could be about strictly from that. You know, we'll we'll judge a book by its cover for you. Um, Can I go? So, yes. Um, so my tipsy treatment this week, that's the name of the segment, by the way. Uh I, I didn't send it to the gang because my phone was acting strange, but uh, I literally got two words, and that was snowboard competition. Wow. <laughs> wow. Impressive. You was, I, think, I think Ryan's the closest. Yeah, absolutely. I fucking bombed this one. I did terrible. Um, however, I got to throw this out there. So I texted, I texted my whole thing, but I did leave this one thing out. I had this weird prediction that... First of all, I thought there was going to be a snarky younger brother. There wasn't, but I predicted that the snarky younger brother would either have, he'd have a thing and it would either be robotics or meteorology. Ooh. I went with robotics, but I was kicking myself because there actually is a character in this movie whose thing is meteorology. Crazy. Don't know why that popped into my head, but it was incredibly accurate. For some reason. Just as an aside, have any of you ever heard how radio weathermen say meteorologist? Is Do they say it like that? Yeah. Kind of roll that middle syllable. Meteorologist. That's pretty odd. <laughs> <laughs> Very strange. Did you guys have tipsy treatments better than mine? Probably. You know, I, I just thought she was going to board with the boys against her dad's wishes, which actually turned out to be semi-true. Um... And now she has to avoid dad finding out because she's entered the big competition, Cloud Nine, thus being the title of the movie. That was all not true. Well, it's a good thing dad <laughs> is busy a being a senior partner at Hamlin, Hamlin, and McGill. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that later. So here's what fucking kills me. And sorry, I'm sorry, James. I know that you still have yours, but here's what fucking kills me about the Cloud Nine. The Cloud Nine is a snowboarding trick. And it's not a 900. They talk about 900s throughout this movie constantly. But the Cloud 9 is specifically not a 900. It is more than that. And that made me really angry. And I wish this movie was not called Cloud 9. The fucking typewriter monkeys failed us again. They just hit numbers. <laughs> Cloud 999. Nine. All right, James, hit me with your treatment. And then let's go. I, I missed it big time on this one. I whiffed something fierce. Uh, I thought they were going to be friends initially who can't wait to go snowboarding. They would go into a competition. Um, the girl would be better than the boy. That would put a strain on their relationship. Totally off. 
I also was really pulling for a snowboarding dog because the poster has a dog on a snowboard. <laughs> I thought there was going to be uh, a snowboarding dog. I know. I thought the dog was going to be the real hit, but no, that Very was Very underutilized throughout this entire Damn movie. it. I know. Just plays dead. Hmm. Which is funny. That's a funny gag. It is. Yeah. Good to have that. But like. He doesn't I, I just even play dead. Like... He plays roadkill. <laughs> roadkill. He sticks his tongue fully out, which is very funny for a dog to do. I was hoping this dog was going to have some sort of like snow themed name. Like, I don't know, Bluff or, or Bank or something. Is this his name? Donald. Was just Donald. Donald. Lame as hell. For a dog. Yeah, really bad name, especially now, but just bad in general. That's a duck. Yeah. Donald. That's a dog. motherfucking duck's name. Let's lay Donald the groundwork dog. for this movie. We have the main character, Kayla, who's like a 15-year-old blonde snowboarder. Her daddy owns the resort where everybody lives and goes to high school for some reason. <laughs> they do um, go to high school there. I wrote that. Then there's Nick, who's Kayla's boyfriend. They break up in the first act. Uh, then there's Will, who works at the dog shelter and owns Donald and takes care of a bunch of dogs. Had double ACL and surgery. There's Nick's father, who's the bad guy, and then a girl who's named Sky, who also sucks. Hold on, we need to be more specific. Her name is Sky Sailor. She she sails that's, the skies. That's a that's a cool name. <laughs> Very cool name. I personally, so you know, we we know how decom acting works in these movies. We know how their dialogue works. It's nothing new. But I think the first act of this movie was incredibly interesting because the whole first act is just the fall of the main character. It's almost like a um, it's like a like a Greek tragedy in a sense. Like you you really see her lose everything. Short Dude, of she like, she should have died. She yeah, died I know. In short the first and third act. Exactly. Short of her like crossing <laughs> the river Styx. It is everything that she could really possibly lose for 18 girls. She loses her reputation. She loses her boyfriend. Uh, she loses daddy's plastic. She loses pretty much everything. How did she almost die in the first act? I didn't watch she this movie. She blasted through a... We get it, Ryan. You didn't watch the movie. She blasted <laughs> through a sign. Oh, that's on, right. On a sled. Yeah. Oh, I did see that part, actually. Yeah, they stole um, they stole Dog Boy Will's sled and right. just rode down it, ran down a hill, and flew directly through this wooden sign, which is and kind of fucking really cool. Yeah, this, that was so. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. The I was, sign has a painted has a family, and they're painted, and they're all happy, and they're all smiling. You know, it's not like a television screen; it's a painted wooden sign. And then she blasts through it, and then the, like, you know, prop sign for being broken has all their faces sad. Yeah, good bit. Good and it's bit. like, yep. that doesn't work. It's not a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciated that. Ryan, what's up? What they were you also, um, I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, they the, the also, sign was made from felled wood, and it was, like, chewed by beavers, and then some fucking craftsmen made it. That was, yeah. I remember that. Very Brooklyn. <laughs> I, I proved that I watched this movie. <laughs> we know. We know you wouldn't let us down. We know it's just a bit. I attempted to. <laughs> they also, when they were, before they stole the sled and crashed through the sign, they were at a party after their snowboarding competition. But they said that competition happens every month. So they just have a party for it yeah. every All single month with a huge crowd. Then why hey. is the why are the stakes so high? 
It's like, if you don't win this but competition... But the fire and ice one is special. Yeah. But also, why are the stakes so high if everybody knows that the competition's rigged for fucking Dove Cameron, who is the lead, the lead actress? Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about why part of her demise it's because her rich dad didn't want to disappoint her so he essentially pays people off to well she he doesn't pay people off he finds people who aren't very good at snowboarding that he knows his daughter can win against them there's actually a great moment in the very beginning in the first um competition that we see that i thought was just bad writing but was actually turned out to be excellent once i got the reveal so the main character is kayla she is a bad snowboarder. All the competitions are rigged for her to win. The announcer is just, you know, telling everybody what tricks they're doing. Oh, he did a back seven now into a cab nine or some shit. But he's announcing for Kayla and he's just doing the worst announcing ever. And he literally says, and a front side with, I guess, some style. <laughs> Oh, I thought I misheard that. Yes, she is fashionable. One of her main attributes is that she's very fashionable. For Brennan, I wasn't paying very close attention to her actual fashion. Is she fashionable? As the resident fashion advisor for the Disney Channel Tipsy Panel, uh, I think she's pretty fashionable for 2014. Brennan, you're a woman. Explain to us. Is that fashion... I, do Does I need to be clear match? here? I, the only reason I specifically asked Brennan is not because she is a woman. I asked Brennan because she is the one who always tells us if the fashion makes sense. It's I fair. only feel the need fair. to specify that because we're coming from a long break. Um, I Sometimes think, I forget these things. I mean, I don't know. Didn't you think it looked all pretty silly? She has like actual neon blue feathers in her hair. Unlike, had a, like, as, like fastened. She had a rainbow ascot. Is a rainbow ascot fashionable in 2014? I posit no. I don't know. She also had a cheetah print coat, and I want to make fun of it, but I, too, have a cheetah print coat. (laughs) So, anyway. Let's talk about Will. Will is the other... He's the other guy. He eventually becomes the, the romantic interest. But his whole thing is that he was a really good snowboarder. Then he got injured. And then he left the game. Now he's in the ACL recovery club. And he's still in high yeah. school. He is still <laughs> he in high a, school. He had a big 16 years. So what I don't get is that he, he's so insistent that like, I'm out of the game. Like I'm, you know, I'm not involved anymore. I'm done. But like he's friends with a whole bunch of snowboarders. He lives on the fucking mountain. He works on the fucking mountain. He's, he's there. He is in it. Like, he's I don't know who he's trying to fool. Um, I don't know. I would like to add that every single boy actor in this movie looked identical to me. Oh, like to the point where I yeah. thought I had face blindness. <laughs> oh, no, absolutely. <laughs> in fact, uh, we haven't watched this yet, but the guy who plays Will is in another decom called Minutemen. Punk rock changed our lives. And if you've ever seen the poster, I could have sworn that it's just the same three guys copy pasted left to right. Disney Channel certainly has a specific dude that they yeah. get every single time um am i right that kayla's friend doesn't talk she just texts yeah yes yeah okay that's a pretty that's annoying it. bit even by disney standards i feel like it's um so she doesn't have to get paid as much as other actors she's <laughs> only speaking lines 
I actually did not check to see if the, uh, the character's name is Linz, I think, like Lindsay or whatever. Um, I did not check to see if she had top billing because if you get top billing, you're paid as an actor. But I don't know if she if she got that. I'm I'm curious now. I would like to know more information. Hey, you guys want to talk about dads? Oh my god, do I ever talk about dads? Okay. There's two dads in this movie. We're gonna do the decom dad hour. We like to talk about the dads. We rate the dads. We love dads here. Um, first of all, you know that the evil guy is going to be bad. One of the dads, because he has a goatee. (laughs) Oh my God. Strong. He's got a goatee and he's got these chilling winter eyes. Like he he looked like, what is a winter eye? Is that like a Paul Hollywood blue? They were like frost (laughs) Hollywood. Exactly. He, he is, he is Paul Hollywood with a goatee. And if he were, and if he had, you know, just, just more like jarring features. And never shakes his son's hand. And doesn't know shit about cake. Yeah. He, he <laughs> just looks thing. like a fucking scumbag. So however they cast him and however they directed him was a really, really good job. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He was so like... That- he was like snowboarding Calabar. Like, he was yeah. as menacing as Calabar. Man, now I want to see Calabar on a snowboard. <gasps> shit. Oh, well... To play Kingdom Hearts 4 and you'll get to see <laughs> <laughs> I got a I got a hot dad take. I got a hot dad take. You so guys are you ready? saying one of the dads is I don't hot? Know. Wait, are you saying I'm saying both first of all take? I'm saying both I'm saying both of the dads are hot. But oh, okay. here's what I'm really saying. I think that Kayla's dad is worse than Mr. Evil Snowboard Goatee guy. Super agree. Yeah, so maybe it's not a hot take, but the you know evil snowboard goatee guy, he he does whatever it takes to win, and that's fucked up, and it's and it's evil because he does some bad shit. But Kayla's dad thinks he's a good guy who constantly tells his daughter that she sucks until the very last moment. Yeah, yeah. That's why. What kind of dad is that? I gave this dad a D minus because I feel like an F is like you didn't even show up to the test, but the D minus is like you tried and you really fucked it up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But you're right, Brandon. Like he tells Kayla's father tells Kayla that he wants her to win really bad, but that she shouldn't be upset when he finds out that that he rigged it because snowboarding is supposed to just be about fun. Which one is it, dad? And he makes it very clear to her that he rigged the competitions because she is not good. And he talks shit about her behind her back and she just like can hear it from upstairs. Oh, yeah. Not even behind yeah. her back. Like in the in the in like the foyer of their house. To her mom. <laughs> and she takes it remarkably well. She's like her whole thing. Reason for being pissed is like, OK, I, it's it's a little bit that you don't believe in me, but she's also like, I mean, if you would have told me I was willing to work harder and you just didn't, but that means everyone was lying to her. So like, it's not just him, but he definitely is like 90% of it. Yeah. You want to know the worst thing about this guy? Hmm. He looks like someone dunked Woody Harrelson in acid. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Do you guys Kayla's recognize dad, this Howard guy? Hamlin? Yeah. He looks a lot like Woody Harrelson. Yeah, he he's Howard Hamlin. He's the guy from Better Call Saul, but he's also um, the bad dude in Twitches, which mm-hmm. we watched yeah. way back when. He's the guy who wears the all purple things. and black. 
the only things I've seen him in. These yeah, three. No, I, mm. That's it. That is. That's it. And you know what? I can't say he's typecast. No, definitely not. <laughs> he plays a bad dad and an evil magic man and a sad lawyer. Magic. Yeah. Good for him. I guess he's. I guess he's getting work. Yeah, versatile. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, you guys want to play a game? I got a little game. All right. It's called numbers. It's called guess that number. I got a whole bunch of numbers here. I got a whole bunch of numbers. We're going to, you guys are going to guess some numbers. All right. Let's see. Uh, what do I have? First one here. What number decom is this? Um, Ooh, that came out. That was released. Yeah. I'll tell you now. That there are about 110 at this point, I think. At end of 2020, I think there's about 110. Uh, what number is this one? 80. 92. 89. 102. Oh, man. Brennan, you nearly nailed it. It's the 93rd decom. Whoa. Now, this is if we don't count the Diane Keaton cigarette smoking Northern Lights movie. Because... For some reason, Disney Channel doesn't count it. They used to say it was. Now they say it's not. Whatever. It's the 93rd decom. All right. I got another one for you. In the middle of the movie, there is a song. It is bad. It is by a group called PCH Crew. I could only assume that stands for Pacific Coast Highway, and they are some shitty L.A. boy band. Publisher's Clearinghouse. How many monthly (laughs) listeners does PCH Crew have on Spotify? (laughs) Wow, Brandon. I'm going to say 12. <laughs> Eight. Monthly listeners. <laughs> do, you, is, do you want like any kind of like reference point for other people? I don't know. How many ones do we get? <laughs> I don't know. But I, I could say that like, you know, artists on the top 40 probably average between like five and 10 million monthly listeners. I, th- I think Ariana Grande has the record now with like somewhere in the 60s or 70s. Well, I guess I don't know. I guess this movie came out in 2014, so it's conceivable that P- PCH, PHC? PCH. Whatever. PCH crew the is PCP still crew. The PCP crew is still around. It's possible. I don't know. All right. I'm going to up my number 34. 34. Okay. 20. I'm going to stick with eight for the PPE boys. <laughs> <laughs> they have 166 monthly listeners. That's pretty oh good. That's probably more than we have. Uh, maybe I don't more. know. I, I I'm actually I'm actually I would actually say we have more PPM boys collab. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna I wanna record an episode with the BDSM crew. We're gonna go on their Instagram and be like, "Hey PCH crew, looking fire one hundred collab." <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I got I got one more for you guys. One more number. Here we go. You're gonna guess that number. Guess the age gap between Dove Cameron, who plays Kayla, and Mike Manning, who plays her boyfriend at the beginning of the movie. Mm. Seven years. Well, I I looked this up before, and Homeboy is like 33 now. Um, You mean the actors, Uh, right? Yes, I mean the actors. Um, Dove Cameron. I'm going to say... I don't remember if they ever kiss. I'm going to say seven years. They do. We got two sevens and a four. 
they're nine years apart. Yeah. God damn it. So Dove Cameron, who was born in 96 and is 18 years old or 17 years old at the time that this movie was filmed, is on screen dating a 26, 27-year-old. I feel bad for him. I really do. Yeah. That's just so uncomfortable. And they do not kiss. Yeah. They, they do not kiss. And I think Mike Manning plays just a shitty guy really well. But also, the first scene that we see of them two together is so uncomfortably, like, sexually charged. Where he says, like, you were great out there. And she goes, ah, wait till you see what I look like tonight. Like, that's weird. Oh, yeah. it's overt. Just, yeah, a literal minor is saying that to him. And he has to pretend, like, oh, I love that. Like, mm. Maybe they get a stand-in that just, like, has the same back of the head that he does. <laughs> so oh. he doesn't. You know, like, um, like he won't even have to look 15. at her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like how they get around filming that show. Oh, man. Maybe. Wow, Maybe. great. I love numbers. Thank you, Brandon. Of course. This has been Guess That Number. 17 and 38 are in all these numbers. Great. Nice. <laughs> you just come up with that? Yeah. Um, I do. I, I would like to talk. The number of all is 100. <laughs> Yay. I do want to talk more about Nick. Because I think that there hasn't been a better shitty guy than him in all of DCOM history. I think he was so good at being just the shitty guy. There was one specific thing that he said. Here, here it is. So I have a few things he said. The first one was when um, Kayla got kicked off the team. She gets kicked off the team for fucking breaking the sign. It was Nick's fault that she broke the sign. And he says to her, if I could trade places with you, I'd do it in a heartbeat. Bro, my dude, you absolutely can. All you have to do is just trade places. There's no if going on here. You just do it. Very easy. Do what you wind up doing anyway. I know. The sooner. Yeah. But this wasn't even the best part. Kayla comes to him. For some reason, she still wants to be with him. After he fucking, like, you know... You know, after he like did nothing to let her, um, you know, after he did nothing to save her spot on the team and he did nothing to like talk to his dad to, you know, try to help her. And he did nothing to comfort her in her time of need. And she drops some lines like, oh, well, at least I still have you. At least we're still dating. And he says verbatim. Yeah, that's not going to work for me. <laughs> and she says. <laughs> she says something like oh it's not gonna work like that you know i come see you after the practice or whatever and he goes no 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 the part about me being your boyfriend yeah. <laughs> that's a there are, i mean there's no right way to break up with someone but holy shit the part about me being your boyfriend the most wrong way i could possibly think of that's not gonna work oh. for me when i was I when i was 14 years old I broke up with a girl the day before her birthday over voicemail. And even that was not worse than, no, no, the part sure? about me being your boyfriend. Oh, man. When I was like 16, a guy, or maybe 15, a guy broke up with me, and he said, there's a 70% chance we'll get back together. Oh, my God. <laughs> what does Oof. that mean? And I had just gotten a haircut, and I... <laughs> I was like, it's my haircut. 
Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. It's okay. I turned out all right. <laughs> I don't know what that guy's doing. Oh man, let's find out. Let's call him up. There's a seventy percent chance up. he'll pick up. Oh my <laughs> guess who? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a gambler now. <laughs> <laughs> All because of you. I learned it from watching you. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, he's like um he's like she's like, "Hey, you haven't been answering your phone." And he's like, "Oh yeah, it's dead." And then it rings. No, she's not like, even it's dead. Me. It dropped in a puddle. Yeah. It dropped in a puddle and it's dead. But she he definitely used the word dead because she went, "Seems pretty alive to me." And I was right. like, "Wow, I don't think I could be clever." At a time like that. And she didn't even like argue with him about that. She just said she went straight to, oh, it's so great to be your girlfriend. But you know what? It's you knew. First of all, you knew Kayla was going to be fine because it's a Disney Channel movie. But you knew she was going to be fine because after hanging out with Will for like 15 minutes, she goes to bed smiling, like pulls up the covers, falls asleep and smiles in her sleep. (laughs) <laughs> you you just reminded me that there's a very important thing that happens right after that. The next the scene change. She wakes up. This is like the second act of the movie. We've watched her yeah. whole fall. She wakes up. It's a new day. I have never seen a less convincing morning stretch in my life. She she opens her eyes and she's her her sitting up with like stretching her arms. It looks as if there were strings tied to her shoulders <laughs> and they were just hoisting her up. <laughs> she did not do shit with her arms. She just held them up <laughs> like she T-posed and sat up. <laughs> it was the worst. Good morning. <laughs> she's paid for this. She could have just she could have just been tired. You get paid to act. Paid just this? be tired. PCH crew was paid for this. Fucking, I hate the fucking ASA crew. They're the worst. (laughs) She, she also puts on actual bunny slippers. The first thing when she wakes up, she has a comically large bed (laughs) and puts on bunnies on her slippers. I have bunny slippers. Yeah, honestly, I'm jealous. Kill for them. Then I realize. I would like to wake up in a comically large bed and put on bunny slippers. Seems pretty nice. Sounds luxurious. Mm Mm-hmm. So we're past the first act. Kayla is at the bottom of the... She's at rock bottom. She's lost everything. Now she's trying to build it back up. Her goals are to learn to be a better snowboarder. She gets coached by... She has to work at the fucking dog shop because she broke the sign and she's got to work to, you know, make the money. She's working at the dog shop with this guy who doesn't want her there, but through a series of whatever, she convinces him to coach her and lead her team, her new team, so that she can beat the team that kicked her off. What are they called? Swift team? Stupid name. Yeah. What was the thing? Ride swift or ride slow? It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> but... um. Yeah, that, that's, that's her whole thing now. She's trying to be actually good. And we get, a, uh, we get a montage of her, like, training with Will. And I don't know about you guys, but as soon as the music kicked in for the, the snowboarding montage, I think the first, like, training montage that we get, I knew immediately. I hear it, and I'm like, this is the song by the two leads. It's got to be. And it absolutely was. 
And you know that it was because the song is called Cloud Nine. Yep. So it's it's a no brainer. I uh, had to watch this while I was working and I had wireless headphones and I was doing something else and I heard it and I was like, oh, this is the song by the two lead actors. <laughs> exactly. I, I was like, I bet they're going to say the name of the movie. And they did. <laughs> and I, I, I don't know, guys, you know me well enough to know how that made me feel. Yeah, very bad. <laughs> yeah, it made me angry. It made me angry, not only that it happened, but angry that I knew that it was coming. Ryan, is... I feel like we need to come up with a character for you, like how Beyonce has Sasha Fierce, so that Ryan Metz never has to watch any of these movies. But um, any, like, Brian know, like, any of the names that you come up with does have to watch these movies. Well, and you can just channel that character every time you sit down. One time, uh, my, my brother and I tried to order drugs on the internet, and we gave the name uh, Brian Metz for... Um, <laughs> But, but we spelled it all wrong. Like it was M-E-T-S, like the baseball team. And we forgot about it. And then later they showed up and we were like, what the fuck is this? So that's that's who watches all these movies. It's Brian Metz. And he's always yeah, on. Glad, he's always hallucinating. glad Brian's here. He's always on drugs. Thanks, Brian. Yeah. Hope you get help. <laughs> ah! I want to know more about Brian Metz. Like, I bet he well, loves Mountain Dew. We'll, oh, we'll yeah. have a bonus episode. We'll go into his backstory. Brian Metz owns an ATV. Oh, Brian, Metz, Brian Metz drinks simple syrup by the glass. <laughs> like a hummingbird. <laughs> uh, you love to see it. Hey, do we uh do we guys have uh do we have some f bombs? We got a decom f bomb going. Yes, here? actually, cool. th this is. I was watching the movie with the intent of finding a place to give the decom f bomb. Beautiful. Uh, um, All right. For those of you who don't know, decom f bomb is simple. If this were a PG thirteen movie, you get to say fuck once. Where would you say it? So skipping ahead till basically the end of the movie, um, Nick, I think Nick Swift. Um, his dad is the, the coach Swift, the guy with the Paul Hollywood eyes and the, uh, sexy beard. Um, when Nick is telling his dad off, all I wanted to hear him say was fuck you, dad. Yeah. All I wanted to hear. Stick it to him. He does have a pretty big reveal, but I guess we'll get to that later. Yeah, no, but I mean, without giving too much away, he's he's actually just telling off his villain of a father. He's like, you never, you never fucking supported me, dad. Fuck you, dad. He literally dropped the line. I'm not giving up my dream. I'm giving up yours. Oh, yeah. As if he hasn't spent 80 minutes of this movie talking about how winning is his dream. Trope, 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 trope. Yeah. <laughs> my decom F-bomb comes like, very much right at the beginning. Um, so after Kayla gets kicked off the team, her boyfriend, Nick, and his fucking goonies show up at her. They're literally like throwing snowballs at her window, trying to get her to come outside. And my, I, I, my immediate reaction, as soon as she saw this happening, was that she's got to walk outside and just go, yo, get the fuck out of here. You guys suck. Leave me alone. Doesn't have to be, you know, doesn't have it. It doesn't have to be funny. Just has to be very sincere. Get the fuck out of here. They needed to hear that. I think 
mine. So there's a scene where Will's two friends come into Hot Doggers, which is the name of the kennel. We haven't talked about that. Hot Doggers. And one of them clearly has CTE. He's seen (laughs) double. And he was like, (laughs) say he's like feeling good. He's like, I saw an owl. And he's like, eats dog treats because he has CTE. (laughs) And I think he like might collapse. But if he doesn't, he just collapses. And Will's other friend, is it Will? No. Yeah, Will Cloud. Will's, his other friend turns to Will and goes, he's all fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Would have been nice. Uh, Mine is in the middle of the movie. So like we mentioned, all of the characters even though they live on a mountain in a resort, go to high school together, including uh, Sky Sailor, who is a celebrity, apparently. Yeah, everybody knows like... who these teenagers are. Yeah. Um, but Nick and Sky obviously start dating, and so Kayla goes up to her friend and new coach, Will, and is just like, hey, she did this like weird like Jedi mind trick handhold thing. She's like, she's like, put your hand in my hand. Is your hand bigger than my hand? And gets him to hold her hand, but it's very awkward. And like, he's like, I'm not doing this. So he would just go, what the fuck are you doing? Because <laughs> even I was like, what the fuck is she doing? Oh, the line was like, she, she says that, like, is your hand bigger than my hand? And then she says like, why don't you hold it more normally? <laughs> yeah, it was. And then Will could say, hey, explain. why don't you fuck off? Yeah. <laughs> That's like, uh, hey, did you guys know that if your hand is bigger than your face, that you have cancer? <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. You just woke up one day and you're like, oh, I don't feel so good. Oh, my hands. <laughs> They're bigger than my They're face. Huge. <laughs> well, they'd have to like grow. I don't know. I don't know. Or your face gets extremely small. <laughs> yeah. They never the tell you which one it is. Yeah. That's the thing. It's uh, undiagnosable for that reason. Yeah, your face shrinks like you're making a video game character. <laughs> oh, big! Remember big head cheats? Oh yeah, yeah love it. <laughs> the best thing that you could do in a game is just make your guy's head absurdly large, or like turn your car into a bathtub. <laughs> I think these are all um, Simpsons Road Rage, or yeah. invisible <laughs> invisible PC, or clone the rare candies, Rosebud. Semicolon, oh, yeah. exclamation point, semicolon, exclamation point, copy paste a hundred times. I was such an idiot as a kid. I was like, what if there's a giant keyboard like out in a forest somewhere and all you have to do is find it and type in this cheat code and you'll get money just like in The Sims. Hey, it could happen <laughs> to you. Actually, my brother works at, my cousin works at Sims <laughs> uh, headquarters and they told me that if you type in uh, if you type in a very specific code of your full name and your parents' credit card number, you're actually going to get a million dollars in the game. You'll get a million simoleons. Wow, it's true. That's, Try it. That's that's. But also, in order for it to work, in order for it to work, you have to make your character's name, your par- the the expiration date, and the three <laughs> digit code on the back of the card. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll okay. work. Trust me. Try it. Good to know. Yeah, I'm happy to share this wow. information with you all. Street Just make sure that you send on. me screenshots of you doing it so I can confirm and tell my cousin that you did it. First pet. Childhood hey. best friend's name. <laughs> yeah. I got something important to say about the Cloud Nine. What's so that? The Cloud Nine 
is the infamous trick that Will Cloud tries to pull off and that injures him. He describes this trick as some variation on a 1440. And then Kayla says, very seriously, that's three rotations. Now, I'm no genius, but no, it fucking isn't. (laughs) That's four. One rotation is 360 degrees. Two is 720 and three is 1080. I know because I played 1080 snowboarding on the N64 when I was but a wee lad. Well, Brandon, as as the at least the third smartest person on this podcast, um, you're correct. Thank you. I hold that title proudly. Why also, isn't it nine rotations? Could be could be ten. That would be okay. unbelievable. No, it's cloud nine. That that would just be uh too hard for us to believe. Yeah, it is pretty dumb I, for it to be called cloud nine. I just it should be called cloud fourteen or cloud ten. There should be like nine elements because at the end of the movie, she obviously is gonna land the trick. Mm-hmm. And will her coach and also love interest, I guess. It, like she starts to do a flippity flip and he counts one, two, three. And I was like, why isn't he counting to nine? Yeah. I don't know. It would be way anyway, cooler. That I know. Way. Hey, yeah. let's, I also want to talk about fucking his first attempt at the cloud nine. So he attempts the cloud nine in a competition and he fucking wrecks himself. He, he, his lung collapses. He breaks his leg and shatters his ankle. Like he tells us everything that happens to him. This clip of him doing it has been voted epic fail of the year on the internet. <laughs> now, this just reeks cool mom syndrome. Like, the, you know, you guys know the mom who's just like, oh, yeah, I'm cool. I know the hip things that the kids are into. Oh, yeah. WTF. Epic fail. I know what they're saying. And I know that epic fail is when your lung collapses. <laughs> Why are we even giving a name to something that's never been done? Like, that's been attempted but not completed. You know what I mean? I don't know. Tony Hawk didn't call his 900 the Hawk or whatever. Hey, did you guys all see that a 1080 was landed on a vert ramp for the first time in skateboarding this year? This year? Yeah, Yeah. by a fucking 11-year-old. Oh, well, they have lighter bones. It's a Brazilian 11, 11 year old oh, Brazilian Brazil. boy landed a 1080 on a vert ramp for the first time in, I think, February, which Honestly, is cool as hell. That's probably made up. No, there's a video. I saw it. Honestly, it's probably forged. I saw it with my own two eyes. Are you trying to tell me that something on the internet is fake? Honestly, I don't believe anything about the country of Brazil. I don't believe <laughs> that it's a real place. As soon as he landed the 1080, Bolsonaro came to his house and said, you're immune to COVID. (laughs) Bolsonaro came to his house and said, (laughs) (laughs) are you sure? Because Bolsonaro's made this gaffe before. Are you sure it just wasn't a very short person? (laughs) That's a real thing he did. He he picked up a little person thinking it was a child. Oh, 
Well, it's because oh. he can't see because the COVID spread to his eyes. Yeah, the COVID spread to his yeah. eyes after he got it four times. And also, didn't he get attacked by a bird? Yeah, yes. he actually got stabbed on the campaign trail, too, and he almost died. <laughs> no one has he had got- the year that Bolsonaro has had. Everyone, everyone in the world can say 2020 was probably not a good year for them. But, oh, man, Bolsonaro takes the fucking cake. He got attacked by emus, like, twice in, like, two weeks. <laughs> in different places where he was quarantining. We could oh, only be so lucky. Shit. Yeah, he sucks. Wow. What a guy. And I loved it when he showed up in this movie, you know? When he was the judge at the very end. Oh, man. Didn't expect yeah. that. <laughs> he makes a lot of D cameos. Yeah, the D cameo from, from Bolsonaro. He was in this one. He, he, he played the basketball in Luck of the Irish. He was in another one, too. He, uh, I, I forget. We don't have a, a recorded record of it, but he was in another one. He was a doctor, I think. Yes, yes. He, he was the doctor in, uh, in Halloween Town. He was the doctor. He was the mm. werewolf doctor. He had, he had those prosthetics on. And he said, yep, I'm a werewolf. But I'm also the president of Brazil. I'm named Jair Bolsonaro. Yep. That's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> little known, little known true fact. He just loves seeing American pubescent smiles. Doesn't Wait, hold on. I, I do have one other really important thing to say about the epic fail cloud nine. So wait, wait, there- this has been the Bolsonaro bulletin. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week oh, for shit. our, for our <laughs> Bolsonaro brunch where we eat, where we eat brunch with Bolsonaro and ask him mm-hmm. how the emus are doing. Moving on. So the, the will cloud cloud nine epic fail where he almost died. We first of all, Dove Cameron watches the video for the first time. I call bullshit there because I am sure that if she lives on this mountain and he lives on this mountain and she's a snowboarder and he's a snowboarder, she's seen this video dozens of times. I can't I can't imagine her not seeing this video before like a year. But anyway, he he collapses, he falls, he's injured, very clearly injured. The fucking camera zooms in on his tired, dead face (laughs) in the video. So a cameraman who is shooting this, this scene knew that as soon as this guy collapsed and broke his leg, that it was important. I got to get his face. He's got a little bug. He's got a bug in his ear. The, the fucking, you know, manager of the, of the broadcast, the station managers being like, zoom in on his face. We need to see, we need to see the pain in his eyes. We need to see the light leaving his poor and tired face. (laughs) Cameron's like, God, Fine, Jesus. Well, that brings me to um, the scene where, um, what's her name? Uh, Kelsey, Kayla? Kayla. Where she goes up on the mountain. So she, um, I know I'm skipping ahead here, but. um, No, how have we not talked about this yet? Holy shit. Basically, in an attempt to prove to the dog boy with the nice hair that she's worthy (laughs) of his time and efforts. Nothing um, is impossible. Yeah, she she like keeps repeating this stupid fucking mantra to herself that everything is possible or whatever. And she's like, "See that big mountain that's really dangerous? I'm gonna go snowboard down it, and I'm gonna convince a man to take me there in a helicopter. And he's gonna say yes because that's a normal thing for an adult to agree to, to take me to the dangerous mountain so I can snowboard down it. Um, 
so yeah she goes to the top of this fucking mountain and they're like yo let's put her on tv because apparently snowboard tv is a thing in this town just you know this the live snowboarding channel so she's up there and she's getting ready to drop in and everybody's like yo it's kayla she's on tv then she drops in and she's like shredding down this mountain and it's really dangerous and just as an aside here, it doesn't look very dangerous. I mean, it looks big, like she's getting big air and stuff, but it doesn't look particularly harrowing. Um, but anyway, Homegirl causes an avalanche and she gets buried in it. And Nick, or no, not not Nick, uh, well, Dog Boy. Yeah, dog thanks. Boy. He, he go, takes the dog. He takes Donald goes with like a little plastic shovel and finds her and digs her out immediately. And, and her answer to that is nothing is impossible. My God. It's awful. Ridiculous. That was the scene that I paid the most attention to in this whole movie. And I think it was a, a worthy scene to pay attention to because Actually, it was, that been a... is bad. Sorry. Yeah. That would have been a good opportunity for an F bomb where she's, she's like, under the stone, she's like, nothing is impossible. And he's like, avalanches are fucking possible, <laughs> Kayla. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> I yeah. can't believe she got up there so easily. Like, she just tells this, she tells, it's the fucking dad from Luck of the Irish, Mr. Cleveland man. And she just tells him, <laughs> oh man, if you don't take me up, my dad's going to be really upset. And he takes her up because he thinks that her dad will be upset if he doesn't bring a 16 year old girl unaccompanied to the top of this dangerous mountain. Hey, what's up, yeah. man? You want to uh, let me risk my life? Yeah. Okay. Insane. And they're filming it still under the impression that her dad said to go up there. So they're like, can't wait to watch this heiress die. No, you know, they got fired. Yeah. Oh yeah. We don't see well, it, but they got fired. Also, if uh, Howard Hamlin is the mayor of the mountain, Shouldn't he have a walkie-talkie that the uh, helicopter man also has? And he'd be like, hey, what are you doing? Yeah, get the <laughs> fuck off. Helicopter man would be like, bro, you said I, I your daughter said that you said. Uh, mm, I didn't want to call you because I thought you'd be mad. <laughs> you thought you'd be upset with me. Typewriter monkeys do better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Can I talk so, about yeah, one small that detail happens. that really bothered me? Please. So there's a there's a point where Will and Kayla are eating ice cream together. And they're like, it's like when their romance is just budding. First of all, it's middle of winter and they're eating ice cream outdoors. That's very one. cool. Very normal. Two, behind them in the restaurant, there's a neon sign in the window that says tacos. <laughs> and then when they walk away, hanging b over the sidewalk is a third sign that says pizza. What is this restaurant? Is it just the tummy ache restaurant? <laughs> no, you, I, you know exactly what this restaurant is. If you've ever been to like an ice skating rink or a roller rink or anywhere that has some sort of like easily, you know, just accessible physical activity, they just have to serve microwavable shit. You know, so anything that you could either keep in a freezer or heat up in two minutes. So that's fucking pizza. That's just mozzarella sticks, mozzarella corn dogs. sticks. Exactly. Yeah. And as far as tacos go, you do not want to eat those fucking tacos. 
Actually, no. guys, if I may, um, you all know this location very well because I live around the corner from it. But um, between uh, my street and Steinway Street, there is a new establishment that has opened up. It was called Metro Taqueria when it opened. Yep. And now it's Metro Pizza and Metro Taqueria. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you guys all there once we all get vaccinated. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell Me yeah. and my homies, when we get the vaccine, we're getting taco pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds great. Oh, man. But yeah, you know that the food is just fucking terrible. Yeah, it yeah. It tastes like, like cardboard. Food. Yeah. It's Elio's pizza. <laughs> I think I only have one more point to make, and that's about how they treat the Cloud Nine. Now, Let's just let's just forget the fact that any that this girl can learn a cloud nine, a trick that's never been done before in a matter of weeks. Like, let's just forget that. I could even assume that it's like a superhero movie and she just figures it out. Whatever. Not not my concern. My concern is that everybody treats the cloud nine as if it's like the fucking spirit bomb from Dragon Ball Z. It doesn't require physical activity. It just requires mental capacity. That's it. When, when Will talks to her about it, he says, I know you're not ready because you're afraid. Nothing about, like, you need to be really physically fit. It's all just, you're afraid. You need you to have, have to confidence. Yeah. You need to know you can do it. But, like, God damn it! it's a fucking hard thing that no one's ever done. There's so much more to this than just wanting to be able to do it. Made me mad. It makes me mad too, man. Real, real mad. I don't want I don't want teenagers to watch this movie and then get stuck in an avalanche and just try to think their way out of it. Nothing oh, fun fact, this movie impossible. caused seven deaths from teens tricking their way into helicopters that went to the top of mountains and then caused avalanches. <laughs> Wow. And then Donald wasn't around to dig him out. Fun fact, this movie also caused an uptick in people demanding Manny Petties for their Donalds. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you guys know that Sean White was one of the snowboarders in this movie? No, I, I wondered if that was going to be the case, but I didn't know that. He's an executive producer. Oh. But then again, Oof. so is Ashley Tisdale. So maybe she's a snowboarder in the movie, too. What? Mm-hmm. What, a yeah. t- what a pairing. Well, if anybody noticed at the very end of the movie, when they list the production companies and shit, one of them is Blondie Girl Pictures. Oh, so obviously oh. I tried to look up like, OK, I got to know what else Blondie Girl Pictures has produced. Now, I'll just tell you all now, Googling Blondie Girl Pictures, <laughs> just just first of all, Google's saying, hey, what the fuck, dude? Why are you searching this? And all I got was like Getty images of just, yep, here's the blondie girls that you wanted. <laughs> so that didn't work out very well. I did not find Coming right up. what she produced. <laughs> However, I did look on IMDb to see what she's produced and it's nothing like she's produced um, like an interview of her with Vanessa Hudgens. She produced a behind the scenes of one of her own music videos. She hasn't produced shit. Oh my God. Yeah. Ah, well. <sighs> I don't want to rate this movie. Does anybody want to rate this movie? Does anyone have anything else to say? We could all just do it at the same time. Yeah, okay. All right. One, two, 
Three. Thumbs no down. Comment. Ryan, did you say no comment? Yeah, I don't think uh, I'm actually qualified to review this movie because, as I said earlier, um, this movie played and I was present while it was playing and I definitely watched some of it, but I don't think I watched enough of it to have it qualify. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, 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 sure. Hey, hey, Ryan, you know what else I could say that about? The the last 28 years of my goddamn life. Yeah, I was present (laughs) as it happened, and it just kind of went by. And I paid attention to some of it, but uh, I wouldn't say I'm qualified to speak on it. But you know what? I am, because I'm an arrogant asshole, and I'm saying what I want to say. First of all, you and I are not the same. (laughs) Okay. Second of all... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, do do I even need to say it? This movie was ass. It was objectionable garbage. Uh, but I don't know. Somebody out there liked it. This movie's got, a, as far as DCOMs go, it's got a pretty decent rating on uh, IMDb. It's in the it's in the mid sixes, I think, where many of them are just like in the fives. <laughs> I just don't think the new ones have any charm left. Like, it's all style, no right. substance. Yeah. Where, like, I can't be nostalgic for DCOMs because I really didn't grow up with them. But the ones from, like, the ni- like the early aughts, anything after 2010 is just, like, car- it's just bright and colorful and kind of garbage with um, yeah. pop songs. Yeah, it's not like... Yeah. Rubber-stamped, mass-produced bullshit. Yeah, like, it's like girl does boys thing or mm-hmm. boy wants to do girl thing but has to juggle boy thing as well whereas like the old ones are like it's a leprechaun movie isn't that whimsical yeah, hey this house right. talks at you it's just totally lost all that i'm trying to think ones. of which like 2010s movies we've seen that i actually enjoyed so i liked how I to like build jump, a better boy jump in Okay, jump yeah. Up? So we'll jump, jump in. in. I think jump in is two thousand seven. Oh, so that's still mm-hmm. very much like the. So in my mind, I originally I used to break them into pre high school musical and post high school musical, but it's really more like pre high school musical and then like two thousand six to two thousand ten and then everything after that. Yeah, they were really riding that high from High School Musical for a couple of years there. They were they were. Yeah plateauing that's when they put out camp rock too which was another huge one Mm -hmm. it you know skyrocketed demi lovato yeah i i think as far as sector nine goes as a (laughs) as a movie it's (laughs) it's bland and inoffensive you know it didn't um like the only part that really made me mad was when i predicted that the song was sung by the two leads and that they were going to say that the title of the movie Mm -hmm. because that's just such a trope that it that it made me upset. Yeah, um, we're gonna see that a lot more, aren't we? God, the the rest of it, you know, it was it was whatever. I mean, it wasn't good enough to make me think, oh wow, a decom that I'm actually not angry about. But it didn't make me so pissed off that I like wanted to put my head through a wall. Yeah, that's fair. I feel like for you, that's almost a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, because I was st- I was still like, oh god, is it over? And like, 
you know, why am I doing this? It was, you know, it, it instilled in me all the same feelings that these bad movies usually do. But I don't know. On the whole, it didn't. Um, I don't know, it didn't cross the line. Yeah. You know, this movie, I would have given this a thumbs up for just if I saw a dog on a snowboard. Honestly, yeah. I'm a simple man. That's all I needed. Just give me a dog on a snowboard. I would have I would have thought about that more than anything else in the movie and said, "Yeah, I, I enjoyed it." There was a dog on a snowboard. How could I not enjoy that? No. I'm picturing that meme of the bald guy with the glasses and the scruffy facial hair, like screaming. He's like, <laughs> no, you can't give yep. this movie a thumbs up just because that is a dog on a snowboard. And then you're just like, ha ha dog go whoosh. Honestly. <laughs> yes. That is the perfect representation. We should start a class action lawsuit because the dog is on a snowboard in the poster. And, and it doesn't actually death. happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shit's fucked, man. What's the statute of limitations on a dog on a snowboard? Forever Mm. and ever. Any good uh, credit names? Oh, yeah. I got a couple. There were some. Um, There was... I'm pretty sure we've seen a few of these before. This was filmed in uh, Utah, as they all are. So you know that a few of these people are going to come up again. Um, Lizzie Bierman is one of the stunts. Stunt people, which I like. Lizzie Bierman. Um, Jason Tatum is an actor, and another actor is Tatum Chiniqui, which is a fun. Yep. Name. My favorite. Um, during the dad hour, apparently we missed a dad in this movie. There was like an Easter egg third dad called Visiting Dad, played by Ken Fu. Yes. <laughs> visiting Dad. It's yep. in the credits. <laughs> He's credited visiting as Visiting Dad. dad. Yeah. What does that mean? No idea. Visiting dad. Ken Foodie. I, I want that. I, I think I'm going to make that my new Twitter handle. Ken Foodie, comma, visiting dad. <laughs> visiting I mean, that's dad. definitely like a blog name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or Ken Foodie, just Ken Foodie, colon, visiting dad. <laughs> Thoughts about visiting. <laughs> I guess we're uh, fucking done, aren't we? That's it. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We're glad you're still here, even though we took a little hiatus. Uh, we're going to keep putting out more episodes, and you're going to keep listening to them. Uh, we are on social media. You can find us on Insta at Disney Channel Tipsy Panel. We're on Twitter at Tipsy Panel. I know I don't do too much with it, so just check the Instagram. Or you can email us. Disney Channel Tipsy Panel at gmail.com. The only emails I get now are just from uh, they're just podcast diagnostics and also just random guys who say, hi, we would like you on our podcast platform because we saw Disney Channel Tipsy Panel on SoundCloud.com and we want to get you here. It's all dumb. And I just want to hear from a person again. So we, we've had a few people reach out and I, I pretty much shout you guys out every single time. And I love when you email us. So thank you for your support. And uh, if you've got any other things, any requests, if you want to tell me I'm a big, stupid, dumb idiot, you could just do that. It's fine. I love emails. Any other notes? Uh, yeah, I have a plug, actually. So um, 
It's with great sadness that uh, after 53 episodes, uh, I regret to inform you guys that uh, I'm moving on from the Disney Channel tipsy panel. Uh, it's just become too much for me. You know, it's um, time for me to take a step back. So, uh, yeah, I kind of think, um, you know, I'll be returning in a guest capacity. I'm, I'm bullshitting. <laughs> well, we'll be sad to see you go, Ryan, who's replacing you. I think it's Brian Metz. Yeah, oh, honestly, baby. cool. Down with that. I knew. See, I knew you needed him. Yeah, no, I'm not going anywhere. Against my better judgment, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, we love you, Ryan. Thanks for staying. All right. Ryan. 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 He's going to be on the next episode. Crazy. I'm, I'm going to take the next one off, but Brian will be there. <laughs> yes. Cool. Fuck yeah. All right, that's our show, everybody. Thank you for listening. Tune in next time. We'll have another decom for you. Bye. 914-863-1613. Call me. Bye. Oh, yeah. Call Ryan. <laughs> call Brian. Bry. All right. All right. I'm going right. to stop it. <sighs> okay. 62 and 97. Stop all of these numbers. I'm sorry, feel like heaven. Let's play the numbers today.